the thing about you know being sick is it's all about how long does it last yeah you know like i i really appreciate these 24 hour guys if i'm sick that's all i want 24 hours knock me out and then i'm good 24 hours i you know watch some shows i chill i have some soup you know but i'm ready to go the next day would you would you rather have like a 24 hours is the worst sickness ever or like a week of lingering well see that's where i'm at i'm on day eight. Oh, sorry nine I'm on day nine. Someone told me this would last 10 days. They're prophetic. And I'm just sick of the suffering. Sick of being sick. I'm sick of it. Mm -hmm. And I can recall a few years ago, I was in Miami preaching, and I got food poisoning. Yikes. And it was a good 24 hours. But after 24 hours, I got to admit, I was ready to go. Yep, lost some weight. And I I lost (laughs) a few pounds. But I'm just like, why can't? Why can't we just find a way to expedite the process? Mm. You know, you get you get the flu, you get a cold, you get the vid, you get whatever. Let's expedite the process. We're all about efficiency. If I got to vote, I'm voting for efficiency. Boom. You know what? I got to be honest, though. That's just the price tag of being a leader. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Leadership Lean In. We are leaning into into the subject of leadership just to get a little bit better. Mm -hmm. As promised, progress. Boom. Cannot promise perfection, but we can do our best to get just a little bit better. And when I say better, smarter, wiser, kinder, more humble, less impressed with ourself, and more impressed with others. Uh, forgive the sound of my voice. It is number one, day nine of not feeling <laughs> that good. And number two, it, we were recording this on a Monday. In the history of Leadership Leaning and the 80-something <laughs> podcast we have ever recorded, we have <laughs> never recorded on a Monday before. This is new territory. These are uncharted waters for us, and we, quite frankly, have no idea what we're doing. So we're here. We're recording on a Monday. With anything is possible, and I don't mean that in a good way. I mean that in completely a uh, 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 confusion, uh, uh, chaos. Uh, just I was gonna say calamity, but come on, man, you're not <laughs> preaching today. Um, but we're excited. Thank you to everybody. Uh, it just happens all the time, and I'm so thankful. Everybody, all, all everywhere I go is like, hey, I'm a leaner. I lean into the subject of leadership with you. And uh, I'm on the journey. Journey. A lot of people, you know what they say to me? Uh, what do I call myself? <laughs> a leaner. And that one blesses me because, you know, the leaners, we're a, we're, we're a funky bunch. Yes. We're a, ra- a group of ragamuffins. Yes. You know, some of these podcasts, the CEO, how to lead. Right, right. The leaners, we're, we're, we're the working class, baby. Blue collar. We're the little blue collar. Yeah. We're not in the high rise. In the trenches. We're in the gym. <laughs> we're with the people. We're with we're the teachers. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but thank you to everybody that is uh, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Subscribe to the podcast. It, the more you comment, the more you share about it, the Your more it reviews, means the world. Reviews. Review it. Uh, thank you to everybody. I woke up this morning to a couple more reviews about the new new book. 
Uh, worried about everything. If you haven't shared a review on Amazon, go over and share a review about that. Thank you to everybody that's reading that book, uh, grabbing every everything you got in there. Help I work with people as well. We love you. Uh, we're going to jump in today. I want to talk today about how to resolve your issues before it's too late. Now, I just want to first qualify that I have been in so many leadership situations where I have gone, it's too late. Right. The ship is sailed. Man. Lost it. That's that's a bummer. I, I should have been more in tune, more aware. I think, you know, to be a leader is, you know, to be very in tune with not just your soul, but with others. And I think you got to really be in the details of your organization. Right. And I, I, that's why I don't appreciate um, leaders that try and act or present themselves aloof. I get you want to be as dumb as a fox. Mm -hmm. But let me be honest. Everything you need to know is right in front of you. Mm. It's kind of staring in front of you, right in front of your face. It, it, even with your kids, your marriage. Yeah. You know, your friendship. It, 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 there's nothing really lurking. Right, right. It's. It, I think what I'm saying is like we've got to pay attention. You know, it's the old saying: when people tell you who they are, believe them. Mm. I feel like everyone that's too hard to do these days. It's just too hard to wrap my head around the fact that you are sending this signal that that's who you are because I am so in love with who you used to be, mm. and so gosh dang it, you done changed. <laughs> Or the organization changed. Yeah. The, yep. I'm so in love with this word iteration, the iterations of an organization or a person. And, you know, I remember years ago I was, I was, I saw someone post and the post was something to the effect of, I've changed five times since I've met you. Wow. And I think it's very hard for us to catch up with the times. Totally. It's very hard for us to catch up with the times of, of where we're at and staying current and especially, I have a friend I met years ago in Sweden. He wrote some of the largest songs in the 90s. And if I were to tell you his catalog, it, it, it is stupid. The songs that this mm. guy wrote. He wrote all the big ones. You would know them. You'd sing them. You'd know the lyrics to them. And one of his friends it kept writing major hits in the 2000s, Max Martin. And this guy, my friend, he just stopped. He couldn't write. He couldn't change with the times right right his ear the iteration yeah the, iter the new sound the new era the new iteration i think you know the reality is is that man things are changing quickly and so are we and we've got to be in tune with what's going on and we've got to resolve there's issues first yeah. of all if you've got issues in your world be comforted we all do all of us because wherever humans are at play there is a mess great so you know there's 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 preferences and there's you know there's offenses and there's desires and there's expectations i think just managing people's expectations creates a whole world of issues people have such false uh you know uh, such lofty expectations on you totally if you're a leader let me just say this to, to every leader if you're a leader welcome to the world of criticism and if you are a leader welcome to the world of applause you are mm. simultaneously being criticized and you are simultaneously being applause right. there are some people tonight at the dinner table they're saying they are the worst and there's some people at the dinner table saying you are the best 
And you got to be okay with both worlds and not giving yourself to either side. Absolutely. But I think that what happens is that we are so afraid. I'm going to talk about it in a moment. But we are so afraid to actually look at the facts. Mm. You, you know, it's like sometimes I don't want to look at my, my numbers because I don't want to know how bad it is. You don't want to address it. It's it's going to be too much of a load. It's going to take too much out of you. So you might as well just sweep it under the rug. I'd rather just sweep it under the rug. I'd rather just pretend like everything's okay. I'd rather just you put my head in the sand. I'd rather just, let me just say this. Don't let anything slide. Mm. That's how a leak turns into a flood. Think about that. That's how a leak turns into a flood. A leak, small things turn into big things. Anything that it turns out to be massive, first, everything started small. Good or bad, everything started small. And so I've got to find a way to bring resolution. That's why I'm really not afraid of conflict. Yeah. I'm only afraid if conflict doesn't resolve. Yep. Because I think conflict can bring resolution. But if if I if I don't find out what the conflict is, it's a conflict with resources, conflict with staff, conflict, you know, with with organization or systems or communication. What is the conflict? I gotta find a way. I just wrote down number one, we gotta find a way to interrogate reality. Ooh. And I like the word interrogate because it's like you gotta get a little gangster with this stuff. Mm. You got to get a little bit into the nitty gritty. You got to get into what's going on with this. The more I look at my numbers, the numbers don't tell me the full story, but they tell me a part of the story. Right, right. And if I bring all of it together, I can see where things are are soaring and where things are dying. Where things are, are man, I see that leader is taking off and that leader is finding success and that leader is really doing a great job. And whoa, what's going on here? Right. Do you, when you interrogate reality, do you do like good cop, bad cop? Like, Hey, you're doing great, bud. Here's some things, you know, w w interrogate such an aggressive word. It's so aggressive, but it's so necessary. Here, I right? think that I'm using this word cause I want to see that language in you interrogate. Like I saw this video of this guy who said the FBI raided his house at five 30 in the morning. Oh Lord. And they, you know what they did? They interrogated his home, brought him in, interrogated. Like, mm -hmm. I think what I'm saying is I think that sometimes people are floating in la-la land. Yeah. And I won't be like, hey, oh, that's a leak. Yep. And that could become a flood. You know, small beginnings we always want to look at that in the positive thing everything you know small turns into something great it could turn into greatly bad things absolutely a little that's why i always think a rolling of the eye mm. a comment no text back yep can't look at you in the eyes silence yeah wait hold on something's not right when people tell you who they are I think you should believe them. <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> and I think that leaks turned into floods. And so now you got to have patience as a leader, wisdom as a leader. But I think that the reality is what you are willing to summarize and compute and conclude and go, I think I was, we were talking about this recently about um, Dr. Henry Cloud and unnecessary endings. He was speaking of this. It's okay. 
when you lose hope, then you can actually start to rebuild. Right. I think that we, you know, I love this term right now, toxic positivity. Mm. Now unpack that a little bit. Toxic positivity is I'm positive and everybody around you is going, bro, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Why are you positive? Ain't nothing positive happening right now. Mm. This is bad. This is bad. This is really bad. They're bad. They're bad. I think my personality is glass half full. I've had to learn through failure. Again, failure is your teacher. I've had to learn through failure to not be so positive in times that shouldn't be. Yeah. Sometimes you got to feel the weight of it. You got to interrogate reality and be like, this is bad. Mm -hmm. This is not good. This is really not good. This, whoa, they're not good. That's not good. That number's not good. That area is not good. That department's not good. That team is not good. This is not going to work. This system's broken. This leader cannot do the job. This person presented themselves better than they are. So yeah. on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. You got to face the facts is what I'm saying. Yep, yep. And I, and, I, and I think that when you face the facts, this is the second thing that I want to encourage you with. Make a game plan. Great. I don't interrogate reality so I can look at it and be like, wow, this is so bad. No, it's like, okay, now I know what I'm working with. Yeah, I think yeah. the reason why I want to know the numbers and interrogate reality is because I just want to, I got to come up with a game plan of how to get us out of here. In the, the positivity is in the game plan. That's like the non version. Of course, of course. There's a way out. And I think that that's my personality right there. It's like, there's always a, you know, like mm -hmm. bring that Pete Carroll, 71 years Let's of go. age on the sideline, khakis and Geno's, Geno's balling out yesterday, beat the, beat the Chargers. Yeah. You think for one second that this guy is looking at the squad and be like, man, we got no shot. No. He's making a game plan. Yep. You got to work with what you got. You got to work with who's with you. You got to, you got to, who's leaning in, who's buying in, who's doubling down, who's, who's wanting to create, who's wanting to work the extra hours, who's, who's, who's got that hungry, humble, you know, hustle spirit around yeah. you, who's yep. got that ability. Cause I'm making a game plan with those folks. Yeah. And so when I interrogate reality, it's to find out what's working. Okay, that's working. How do I resource it? How do I help it? How, we got momentum there. We got life there. Okay, let's work with that. You know, I think that's how we stumbled into merch. Mm. We, you know, we just, we saw something work and it was like, whoa, there's something here. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yep. Let's, let's get the designers going. Let's do a pop-up. Let's. Get the e-commerce. Let's get the Shopify. Let, okay, let's do it. There's something here. So I, when you interrogate reality, you can see everything. Right. This is where we're killing it. Because I think, leader, hear me. You're probably killing it in a number of areas. Simultaneously, you're taking L's on the chin <laughs> in some other areas. Yeah, yeah. I think leadership is about trying to win at home, in the workspace, in your emotions, physically, mm. financially. Like, I like leaders that are like, I'm trying to win on every level. Yeah, totally. And that's not impossible. No. Who said that you had to win at work and lose at home? Right. Who 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 told you you had to win at home and lose at work? Mm. I, I'm trying to win on every level. Yep. Who told you that if you did those things, it would lead to burnout? Like... We believe, how many of those things do we believe was it passed down as a tradition? Did you Is that what was modeled for you? 
you can break the mold. Think about right now if your money's out of order. Do you know how fast you can get your money back? You just put it back in order. That fast. Mm-hmm. Your organization's out of order. Do you know how you're, you're, you're about a week of focus away from getting the whole thing back? One conversation could change things. One, two, three, it, it, three conversations. You, you, we feel like it's, um, it's to me, it's an old joke, but it's why people don't want to go to the dentist because people don't be, people don't want to be, be asked, have you been flossing lately? <laughs> right. And, and you got a cavity. I'd rather know where I'm at. And so I can face the facts, make a game plan. I'm the dentist guy, by the way. You're a dentist. I, I mean, I don't want to. You know, one of our close friends the other day asked the dentist when he was there, how many, yeah. how often do you floss? He said, has the dentist. To the dentist. He's like, okay, you got me. <laughs> oh, gosh. So that's an Enneagram 8. Is he a challenger? Well, yeah, I'll tell you who it is after that. It's a challenger. <laughs> um, but I think make a game plan. This is what I love about leading. And I think that, you know, if, if you're a leader, you're, you're, you're wired to find problems. I have to really fight this in my leadership. I can be at an event and there could be 50 great things that went on. And I'm leaving talking about the two things that drove me crazy. Mm. 50 great things. That that's, that's life though. You know, it's the criticism. What is it for you? You know, we think about a thousand critical thoughts a day, negative thoughts versus, you know, all of that. But I think, so you're wired if you're a leader to be able to point out Mm -hmm. what's wrong, what's Mm -hmm. missing, what's lacking, who's not here, who stopped, you know, doing their job, blah, blah, blah. But I think you got to make a game plan. It it does you no good to keep pointing out how many times are you going to go around this mountain with the same problem? Right. Fix it. Yep. If it's broke... I would encourage you to fix it. Great. Okay. So make a game plan. What are we going? I always like to say, what are we going to do about it? Because mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it's like, it's, this is something I say to Julia a lot. We talk about stuff and I'm like, all right, that's great. What are we going to do about it? Because I'm not willing just to sit around and talk about stuff. So good. I don't, in fact, by the way, I don't think you're a good leader if you sit around and talk about people. Mm. You're a great leader if you sit around and talk about Dreams, vision, goals, changes, potential, vision. Yep. That's leadership. Sit around talking about people. To me, you'll never be great. Well, that's what everyone does. Because you think that people are the problem. Get out of here. Mm. If you think that people have that much control over your leadership and your team, you are crazy. You have the power. Yeah. You're the leader. You're the leader. Make a game plan. Number three, last one, stop procrastinating. Mm. I think that um, here's a Bible verse for you. Maybe you don't believe in the Bible. I'm, I'm, I'm heart and soul. I'm all the way in. This is one of my favorites. Listen to this one. The good that a man knows he ought to do and doesn't do sins. What, what, this is from the book of James. What James is trying to say is, Stuff that you know you should be doing and you're not doing it, you're missing it completely. Mm. Like, you know, you're supposed to be doing this. Yep. So I like to say it this way. A lot of times you, you are delaying your destiny. I'd rather get there quicker. I have the, you're telling me I have the power to unlock and walk in my potential. 
for my organization, for my business. It's in my hands. Wow. I have that power. I, I, I wonder sometimes with procrastination, what is it that is broken inside of us that takes a long time to do the thing that has been on our to-do list for a long time? Mm. Like, why, why, why did it take three weeks? You knew about it three weeks ago. Why, why is it taking three weeks? Right, right. I think that um, one of the ways that you can tell you're excelling in leadership is efficiency. Yep, that's right. And efficiency brings effectiveness. So you can never disconnect the two. Anybody that's effective is efficient. Yep. And efficiency is just the ability to go like, I see what's reality. I've got a game plan and I can execute it. So how quickly can you bring solutions to the table? Yep. How quickly can you make the changes? I think that's where no matter how big your ex, uh, your organization is, you have to be nimble. You have to be agile. You have mm. to be quick. That was the great thing about um, COVID, in my opinion, was it made everybody very agile. Yep. Had so, to be. so you had to be very quick. And you notice those changes, they're just fluid. They're like, yep. they were in real time. Your organization changed in three weeks. It's like not even the same business, Yeah. right? So now what the problem is, we're getting back into our old familiarity mm. and our old mm. ways. And what's going to happen is there's going to be a gap between I see with a problem, I can see the leak, and when do I solve it? Yeah. And I would just say to every leader, let me encourage you to close the gap. Yeah. Make it happen. Stop procrastinating. Don't wait. There's there's a, another verse that comes to mind. It says, this is a, from the wisest guy that ever lived. He says, only a fool waits for perfect conditions. <laughs> How dumb is that? It'll never happen. I'm going to wait till I feel good. Yep. And I'm going to wait for them to be in a good spot. And I'm going to wait for... The stars to align. And I'm going to wait for my horoscope. By the way, <laughs> what are we doing with horoscopes? Come tell on. Them, come tell on. Them. Come on, people. <laughs> you Come on, guys. Yeah, but, come on. But Mercury's in retrograde. Come on, Chad, you come guys. On. Come on. Come on, you guys. Come on. Let's get with this. Come on. I'm not waiting for perfect condition. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's inspiration culture. You know, it's a, it's kind of comes from that creative place of social media has played a huge part. I'm going to wait until I'm inspired in order to do it when most of the time discipline, you know, oh. outdoes inspiration 99% of the time. And, you know, your inspiration comes from your discipline. That's exactly right. Once you get in the gym for a week, you're inspired to keep going, but you got to get into the gym first. It's, it's the discipline stuff that gets you going. And I think, um, you know, to me, I always get concerned about people's self-confidence. Mm. So why don't people want to interrogate reality? Right. Because it's going to rock my confidence. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So your confidence is tied up in results? Mm. Think about that. Yep. Think, of, think about the scary trap of that. Jeez. That that defines you. Yep. Like uh, I remember one guy telling me, he said, you know, I, I don't... Um, I didn't for a long time post preaching clips. And I said, what What happened? You're such a great preacher. You know, because my number is next to like, you know, and he starts naming guys. And so I put up mine and I see the other numbers. Jeez. And I said, like that would be on your radar? Right, what? That's the, that's the wrong goal. Like to me, I go like, and to be honest, I don't 
ever look at people's numbers. We have maybe to inform is, you. We may, have to tell you maybe your, this your is own bad. numbers. Yesterday, you guys told me, hey, one of the clips went to 315,000. As if that would change any of the plays that we're running. Right. It, yeah, it doesn't change anything. You can't. Yesterday, we had X amount of people come to church. It just doesn't change the way my kids look at me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't wow. change the way my wife looks at me. Right. But to be honest, it doesn't change the way I look at myself. So good. Because it can't, you know what I mean? So yep. I'm not afraid to integrate reality because it's like, all I want to do is be the best leader I can potentially become and bring my organization to its full potential. That's right. So it's not about it's not about the results that are here. It's about the results that could happen. Yep, absolutely. It's not about where we're at. Yep. It's about what I believe in my heart I'm supposed to do vision. as a leader. It's, it's the vision. The, yeah. So, so to me, the, 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 the insecurity piece um, by the way, I was just with um, Chris Hodges, and we were on his uh, podcast. You got to go listen to Grow, Grow Leader Podcast. Shout out to Lee Domain, Pastor Chris Hodges. And he was talking about if he says that if he could give every pastor one gift. Think about this now. Whoa. If he could give every pastor one gift, he would give them confidence. And wow. I about said, I thought he'd say money. I thought he'd say anointing. A I building. thought he'd say resources. <laughs> I thought he'd say building. I say staff. Thought happy wife. Great kid. confidence. There it is. Because if you are not confident, why would you interrogate reality? Mm. Okay. So, 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 and I'm not talking about overconfidence. Yeah, yeah. That's cockiness. Yeah, yeah. just talking about confident. And confidence say, I'm going to make a game plan. And when I don't procrastinate, you know who it builds confidence with the most? Mm. I'm like, wow, I did it. Here's a James Clear one. He says, most leaders, the reason they procrastinate is because they do easy things first instead of doing the hard things first. When, you, when you're mentally fatigued, the hard things are going to get harder. So you might as well start with them first. When you wake up, do the hard things first, and then the easy things roll. They, they, those become easier. You've already done the hard things. I I I think I'll probably mention it on a a pod in the past, but one of my favorite questions, um, a, a guy that has insane success in business and just has made goobers amount of money and is just such a, a great friend to me. He, for a season, kept calling me and asking me, "What was the hardest thing you did today?" What a great question. <laughs> Sometimes I would want to lie so bad <laughs> and be like, oh, you know, I just had to. But if you think about it, what was the hardest thing you had to do today? And as James Clear's right, mm-hmm. we choose to do the easy stuff. And I'm just wondering today if you're willing to let that leak become a flood. Wow. Because then one day you look and you go, dang. It's my bad. Mm-hmm. You have the power today to not let a thing slide so that the leak doesn't turn into a flood. Leadership leaning. We love you. Keep leaning.